0: Right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a morning after the worst case scenario for Notre Dame's program has occurred. Edition of the Always Iris Show on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it. Give the video a thumbs up if you approve of the content. Helps in the algorithm. Appreciate it. Notifications on then you'll be alerted every time John's not planning to go live but asked to because Notre Dame embarrasses itself at home. You don't want to miss that. So notifications on Twitter, search by always Irish or at always Irish Inc. Emails always Irish at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me, you can get me. Call in line 312 988 15. Call in line was popping last night, folks. I need to pay for six more lines to let all the calls pile up of everybody who's unhappy and upset, justifiably so, by the way. Call-in show tomorrow, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, 312-988-15. How do you fix this mess? So I was hoping, I was hoping, I did that live stream call show on the fly last night. I was not planning on doing it. I, I wasn't. I just figured it'd be an ugly win. Talk about it Monday. But it was such a catastrophic failure on multiple fronts. that changes the discussion of all of this so much that I had to go live last night. I just had to. I was in such shock at what I just saw last night when i went live i was hoping maybe i'd sleep on it and today i'd wake up and feel a different sort of way and i do it's actually worse than what i thought that it's true i do feel different it's worse than i thought and it was already really bad so now that some of that numbness has worn off i'm realizing just how bad this is and what a bad look it is practically it's awful. Perceptually, it might be even worse. It's bad. It's really bad, folks. So I do feel different the morning after. I feel worse. I feel worse. All right? So Notre Dame loses to Marshall at home 26-21. Got physically bullied, physically manhandled, got out coached, and got uh, out-executed all day. And they were a 20 and a half point favorite to Marshall. So first off, terrific job to Marshall. Tip of the cap. I'm a loser. I'm an idiot. I picked Notre Dame to win. I was talking about this as a week where Notre Dame can work on some things and open it up and not have to be perfect to win. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. Congratulations to all those guys. Also, while we're going down this path, Congratulations to App State beating Texas A&M. Congratulations to Georgia Southern beating Nebraska. You see, Marshall and these teams, they don't give a hoot or a holler about brand names. They show up ready to play good football. And all three of those teams went in there to brand name teams who thought they were something, showed them they aren't. That's what college football is about. That's it. Marshall coming into Notre Dame and bullying us around all day at our place. That's what football's all for. That's why they play the games on a field and not a spreadsheet or a piece of paper. (sighs) This is a total failure top to bottom by everybody involved. And the worst part of it is the problems are everywhere. That's the biggest part of this. I did wake up with that realization today as I process all this. The worst part about where Notre Dame's at right now is there is no easy answer out because you have problems everywhere. You do. You have issues everywhere. Every single part of the offense is an issue, except for maybe Michael Mayer. Everything else is an issue. Quarterback, we'll get into that. Who knows what that nightmare is going to look like? Who knows? But you got issues there, health and how they play. So that's the big problem here, guys. You're sitting here with no wins and three losses on Freeman. There's no easy fix to any of these issues. You just have serious problems all over. My new issue is this hurts me. This hurts me deeply and personally, but it, it, it's the reality, and, and, and I'm forced into this. I'm not given an option. It's not a choice. Notre Dame has forced me to have this mindset, and that mindset is, after yesterday, I cannot trust you at all. None. Zero. None. Like, no, none. I can't trust you. When you do this at home against Marshall as a 20 and out point favorite and Notre Dame's won 42 in a row versus unranked teams, not to mention it's at home. That means I can't trust you because it means you're not doing a good job. And if you're losing to Marshall at home and doing it the way you did getting bullied, that's a red flag. So that is probably my Biggest disappointment as I sit today is that I can't trust Marcus or the staff at all anymore. No. When you do what you did to us yesterday, no. You've blown your trust. I don't trust you. So you have to start at ground zero to try and earn that back because you've blown all credibility, all goodwill, all let it ease in and we'll get back. No. No, no, you didn't have to be perfect against Marshall, but you had to win it while you're working on things. You do what you did. I can't trust you. That's my biggest personal disappointment of the year. I wanted to trust Marcus by and everything he's saying. When you do this, it tells me I can't do that anymore. So you have to start from ground zero because you have no trust or credibility in the fan base now, and it's justified. It hurts me. It hurts me. I love Marcus personally. You all know that. But you have no trust. You blew it. You made life a lot harder for yourself moving forward. It's just the way it is. This was completely unacceptable and disgraceful. Okay. Now we and the team and the coaches and the fans and the media, all of us. Now you have to question everything. Everything. So, The lack of trust is a big picture issue that hurts me personally, because I really wanted to believe in Marcus, what he says and does. You do this, it's out. I can't. I can't trust your words when this is what I get on Saturday. Nope. Can't. Sorry, Marcus. I love you. You're a sharp dresser. I love the way you speak, but you burn me. And this crosses the line. Can't trust you. Sorry, man. Now you got to question everything. And all of the questions are fair. All of them. After Iowa State, I'm not sure all the questions are fair. They are now. Any big picture question you want to ask about this operations fair game right now as we sit today. So, you want to ask about Tommy? You want to ask about Harry? You want to ask about Marcus? You want to talk about Al Golden? You want to talk about the quarterbacks? All of it. Question all of it. It's all fair. You're starting from ground zero with no wins three weeks in. Awful. Horrific place to be. Can't happen. The other big picture thing is, you guys, I always push back on this. It's like it's just one dumb loss. John, settle down. You're the one who said there'd be learning, paint, growing pains. Yeah, I get it. But those growing pains needed to only be against Ohio State and Clemson. You needed to take care of everything else to keep this rolling. So you already had instability at the elite end of your recruiting class. I can't imagine what it'd be now. You already had guys questioning if Notre Dame was for them before any games. Now you did this, and you don't have a win going into week three. I know we want to think as Notre Dame people, Notre Dame uh, recruits and families want to be there for the big picture mission and goals. One win shouldn't change that. I get all that mindset, guys, but you need to understand, not everybody loves Notre Dame the way we do and unconditionally. You need to know that. So certainly doesn't help recruiting, and you already had a uh, pressure point at the top end of your class before any of this nightmare. So, That's why I stop people go. It's just one bad year. It doesn't change anything big picture. If it starts affecting your recruiting class that was already negatively affected before any games, this ain't going to help it. That's an issue. It is. But Marcus had his two gimmies. The bowl game, weird dynamics, I understand. Ohio State going up against a monster, I understand. You don't get three, and he's used three. That's the big issue I have with Marcus. You had those two. And even those two had Notre Dame fans feeling reluctant to give you any leeway or built-in excuses, moral victories, all of that. Notre Dame fans didn't feel comfortable doing that. But they acquiesced a little bit on that. And this is the thanks we got. So no more. You got to win every game. No, you don't get three. You add two. This one is the one that crosses the line, and it's at home. That makes this way worse. Makes it way worse. So Marcus got his two that we kind of gave him understanding on. You don't have any more. You didn't have this one, and you burned it. You definitely don't have any more now. So Marcus is setting himself up for a much rougher year one run than I thought it had to be but this is the one you didn't have. And there's no excuses. Total failure, top to bottom. Freeman, you wanted this job. You're in the shit now, buddy. Figure a way out of it. You wanted this job. And what you've done is let us here. Figure a way out of it. Now, I am not acting like some of the Kelly roster issues are not playing a portion in these frustrations. The way the quarterback room is now is a big-time Kelly problem. The fact that we have nobody we trust and the two guys we played yesterday are throwing the ball right to the other team and can't read defenses. I, I, that's a Kelly issue, but it's a Freeman problem, if that makes sense. Kelly created issue, Freeman problem to handle right now. Okay, the wide receiver situation, like we know some of this is connected to Kelly, but I draw a line. Some of this wasn't Kelly. I ain't putting this all on talent yesterday. There's a lot going on with Freeman and the offense and the defense that are bad that extends beyond Kelly. So I rip Kelly for the things I think it's fair, but I draw a line at a certain point. A lot of yesterday had to do with Kelly and that the talent. A lot of it didn't. A lot of it's on this staff's complete failure for game prep and execution. These kind of performances require consequences. That's the thing. Marcus doesn't get to get up there today, looking all good and sharp, smooth talking We'll get better next week. And then the media believes it and says, okay, we'll show up Saturday and hope for it. Nope. No, you don't get to do that because I can't trust you right now. So, what are the consequences? Who are they on? I need to see it. Again, sometimes it's like, well, there's internal things. We're going to work out as a club and you'll see it on Saturday. No, that ain't good enough. When you do this, There have to be consequences. What are they and who are they on? Who's that getting to play as much next week? Who's got to be watched closer when they're coaching in practice to make sure they're doing what they need to do? Like this kind of result demands action and consequences. And I need to see it with my own eyes. I need to see it with my own eyes. This is the worst case. You were awful and your starting quarterback is maybe hurt, maybe not, maybe bad. Either way, not ideal. Not ideal, folks. It's just, it's not great. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. There's not one good thing Notre Dame could take from this game to build from. That's, I keep going back to it. That's the biggest issue. You're starting from zero, building off nothing. Week three, bad spot to be. Bad spot to be. With the actual game, let's start with this. Why is Marshall physically dominating Notre Dame at their place? I, did Bayless suddenly get bad at his job? Is it a mentality? How could you hang with Ohio State physically better than Marshall in a lot of ways? So the fact that Marshall physically dominated you on both sides of the ball, dominated the line of scrimmage and the perimeter is fireable. Somebody should get fired over that. Like That's how serious this is. This is Notre Dame. You you don't get to lose to Marshall at home with no consequences. What are they? Who's getting benched? Who? I need consequences. You don't get to do this and just tell us it'll be better next week. Trust us. No, I can't. I want answers. What am I going to see different? Even if it doesn't work, what am I going to see different that show there are consequences to this performance? So that's my first question. How is it that you got physically dominated on both lines by Marshall at home? How? I want an answer. And I'm owed one. Because that's not Notre Dame football, what I saw yesterday. I deserve an answer. Why did you get physically dominated all day? Next, every question about Reese is fair. We have the fourth worst scoring offense in America at Notre Dame. Only Louisville, Colorado, and Mighty Iowa are worse. That is a joke. I was told you're good at this. I was told you're a genius. I was told you knew how to scheme things up. Your offense is terrible and you have no answers. You have no adjustments. You have no pivot. You have no identity. You have no clue. You have nothing to lean on. Nothing. You cannot run to set up the pass. You also cannot pass to set up the run. Your offense is a failure. It's terrible. You are not good at anything. You don't do anything well. You can't rely on anything. No, you're horrible. So it is perfectly fair to question Reese. What are you doing? What are you not doing? And why are you still doing it or not doing it here? Those are all fair. They are fair questions. Notre Dame can't have the fourth worst scoring offense in America. And then I'm just supposed to be a good little boy, bury my head in the sand and show up in South Bend in another week, hoping I see something different. No, not good enough. So the offense is not good at anything. They they have no identity. They don't do anything well enough to have an identity or know what they want to do. You also had two quarterbacks who can't read defenses and throw the ball right to the other team. On the Buckner pick six, Mike Mayer was wide open. Wide open. Decided to throw it the other way with the guy covered, pick six. Okay. Pine, he comes in after the Buckner injury, which I still don't know how bad it is or not. Pine comes in throws the ball right to the other team too, but with a little less power. Like the fact that this is where the offense is with quarterback recruiting and development is humiliating. It is totally humiliating to me and embarrassing that this is where the quarterback room is as far as recruiting and development. It's horrible. And it is nowhere near good enough these guys can't even read defenses, let alone whatever else comes after that. That's how far behind our quarterbacks are from real life. That's how far behind they are from real life. That they, they, they can't even read defenses. So, and I said before the year, for Notre Dame to do anything accomplishing any of its goals, Buckner had to stay out the all year and be good all year. There goes that. Didn't even get through two weeks. And one or both of those is out the window already. I don't know his health status. And he didn't look good yesterday. Throwing the ball to the other team. Running for his life. But like. Some of this. Is the fact that the offensive line was supposed to be a strength. And is horrible. And embarrassing. So like. Buckner, he was running for his life yesterday because that was our, our best offense. Our only chance to move the ball yesterday was Buckner running for his life, taking shots, which happened and got him injured. And I tweeted about it before it happened. I said, I get it that you think you need Buckner to do this to win. You're playing with fire. Half hour later, knocked out. You shouldn't need Buckner to have to run like that to beat Marshall. That's the point. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, but you did. Problem, it's a problem, okay? So, but your only offense was Buckner running around and then praying Mayor got open. Whose fault is this? I want answers. You don't get to be this bad and then not have to answer tough questions. Whose fault is it? The offensive line, the defensive line were supposed to be the leading groups on this team. They are not. And that is putting pressure on everything else. They're not good enough up up front on either side. Offensive line is an absolute failure. Defensive line, I'm not going to say failure, major disappointment so far. Major disappointment. Like, Notre Dame had 130 rushing yards. Doesn't seem that awful, but it was. It was. We were struggling for every single one of those yards. Buckner had 44. Estimate 10 carries for 33 yards. Not good enough. Tyree, three for 17. Not good enough. Get this. Diggs, seven rushes for seven yards. One yard average per carry. Mostly because he's getting hit in the backfield. And ask carry guys to get to one yard. No push on third or fourth and short. No balls. No intimidation. No anger. No bullying. No moving people. No O-line you. Look what we're going to do. None of it. None of it. I keep telling you guys. The rest of the country laughs at O-line you. You could point to Q Nelson here and Martin there, and you could do that. You could do that. O-line you, you just got bullied at home against Marshall. If that's O-line you, I don't want to be a part of it, quite frankly, not interested. So what I see is Reese is shaping this offense to be what he wants it to be, but ignoring what it is now. He's trying to run an offense that he's picturing, but the pieces aren't capable of doing it. That's a huge disconnect. And the fact that the fans see it before, boy, genius, boy, wonder. Huge red flag, folks. Big red flag, right? Like... That's a rookie loser's mistake. Shaping a square peg in a round hole, trying to make an offense something they're not capable of doing. That is a loser's mistake. Buckner on the move is your only hope because you can't run anything else. You can't. That game before Buckner got hurt, your only offense was him running for his life, Or if Mayer did enough to get open. That's your offense. It's a disgrace. And I'm told Tommy Reese is great at his job. I need answers. Why do you have the fourth worst scoring offense in America if he's so good at his job? Oh, John, maybe we don't have the talent. I get that. But we have more talent than all the teams between us and being worst at offense. We're the fourth worst offensive team. There's no way we have the fourth worst talent. That tells you coaching, development, planning, adjustments, fail. Cross the board, fail. So I don't understand why Tyree's not more involved in the offense. We are struggling to move the ball. It seems like a good idea to get one of your fast guys in space, the ball a lot more often. I don't know why they're not interested in doing it. There are no easy fixes for these problems. One of them you could try is simply giving your best guys the ball more and hoping they do something. So I am upset with the lack of use of Tyree, especially because you can't get anything else going. Pass game, Mayor eight, style seven, then almost nothing after that. You're not going to win that way. You're not. You're not going to win that way. So Mayor got his eight styles is your lead receiver i mean at least you got him involved more than you did against ohio state but after that the drop-off is into an abyss and there's not enough spread it out spread the defense out and win this can't be real life It this can't be where you're at it can't again i need answers Had a little rhythm at times, but not enough to sustain. We would make a dumb mistake or have a tackle for a loss or a dumb penalty at home, a movement penalty at home. It was always something, not good enough. Defensively, offense is mostly to blame for a lot of this big picture, but you're messing up too. You have no turnovers. There's only six other teams in America that have no turnovers after two weeks, especially if the offense is bad. I need the defense to make splash plays. They're not. They're not. Why are you getting ran on for 216 yards against Marshall at home? Why is that happening? LeBourne at 163 yards rushing on you? Fail. Fail fail. Poor tackling fail wrapping up fail angles late fail. You're giving up 216 yards rushing to Marshall. And the other thing is too. We lost the perimeter all day. Anything they did to the perimeter, they won the edge every time. So run play a little flare out there 678 yards on first down. First down run plays, right up our giggy, six, seven, eight yards. Totally unacceptable. So I I don't, again, the issue is the offensive line and the defensive line were supposed to be the strengths of this program coming into the year. They are not. They are problems just like everywhere we knew was going to be a problem. That leaves you in a position with no good answers, no stability, and nowhere good to go. Al Washington, sorry. I, I'm sorry. Are the Ohio State people right? A lot of good recruiting, development, actual coaching to go play, not good. Defensive front has regressed so far this year, not gotten better. I expect more action from those guys. That front. We're not getting it. You got ran over all day at home against Marshall. Third and fourth in short, Marshall won the day on both sides of the ball. It's a joke. It's a joke. So overall, you guys, the most upsetting part of this is you're starting from square one, and, and I have no confidence or trust in the staff at all. And I feel bad going about it that way. But it wasn't me that did this. They did this. They did this. I didn't. This is just how I have to look at it. When you play like this against Marshall at home, you cannot be trusted. And any question asked is a fair one. And also, the task of picking games, going down the schedule, win-loss, win-loss, that's out. That is. Out completely. If you're capable of doing this at home against Marshall, you are capable of losing every single game on the schedule. Every one. So now this is a week to week fight to not end up losing your entire recruiting class. Like you're not playing for anything that matters now. That's another thing. You've lost that. So now I need to start seeing young guys play. I'm sorry, you gave up playing veterans with the goal of reaching the playoff for a New Year six. You gave that up by playing terribly. Now you gotta do the right thing, get the program ready for the future in a in a year where it might matter because you are done after two weeks. So this, folks, is the worst case scenario. I want answers to these questions.